Darnell wants me back. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened? He came to get a book signed. I know. I signed his book. <laughs> well, what did he say? Well, he said that he was proud of me, and it was worth the wait. And? And then I signed his book, Love Maya, and he said thanks. So when I signed his book, Love Tony, he said thanks too. Doesn't mean he wants me. Does it? <laughs> oh, you know what? You guys aren't getting it, okay? It's not what he said. It's how he said it. It's how he acted. It's how he looked at me. It's how he walked in, looking all Billy D and Lady Sings the Blues. <laughs> he wants me back. And I want him, okay? And we gonna be remarried by our anniversary, so y'all have his better mark your calendars. <laughs> Welcome to Oh Hell Yes, a Girlfriend's Podcast. I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm Etsy Rowe. Thank you guys for coming back for another epic session of us talking about our favorite show, Girlfriends. Today's episode is called The Way We Were, written by Kevin and Michelle Marburger, original air date 2-21-2005. You want to hear a fun fact about this episode? What's the fun fact? This is one of the lowest rated episodes of the season. Why? They hate us. IMDb. I looked it up. That's where I get all my go-to information. 6.9 out of 10. And that's really low for most of these episodes. We usually get at least 8. But yeah. um, the people weren't liking this one. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a recycle, don't you think? Definitely. But I don't think there was anything particularly bad about it to get such a low to have such a discrepancy in the rest of the episodes. Like, I think, I think they've it's had just, worse. They have had worse. But I think it's because Maya has gone through this already. <laughs> Maya keeps doing this, like, once a season. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where she thinks her and Darnell are getting back together. And, then, and that's not happening. It's all some misunderstanding. And he's like, what are you talking about? I just smiled. I don't know what you're... Anyway. Um, so that could be the reason for it. Uh, but mm. before we get into it, do you know that Harlem Season 2 dropped? You know what? It popped up on on my Amazon stick, and I was like, oh, shit, already? Oh, yeah. Seems like just I yesterday mean, we were talking about Harlem and that other show that kind of, that's pretty much the same show. Remember? What, you The Four Girls? That? Yes. Run the World? Yeah. Oh, that's what we were, that many, many seasons ago when we were talking about how, like, I can only pick one. I'm not going to watch both of them. I don't want my... I don't want to confuse storylines and stuff like that. You pick one and you go, you pick that lane and then you go that lane. I can't watch the sisters and the run the world and the no! Harlem and all these different four women setups. I can't, I can't, I'll get confused. So I, I chose Harlem. Well, I, I think I, which one did I choose? Damn, I'm confused now, but. Well, um, the little Megan Good is, is Harlem. Yes. Yes, um, I did like both. I'm just upset that they had to get rid of the bald-headed girl from the other one because she didn't want to get the shot. So that kind of fucked it up. Like, I mean, they kind (laughs) of... Let me not start with the... (laughs) Ah. (laughs) She didn't want to get the shot. What the fuck? 
Sorry, deuces. Yeah. What the fuck? I know. What are we finna do? It's a rule. Rules are rules. I know, but I like oh, well, turn so. that show. That's cool. Damn. Um, so you haven't started Harlem yet, right? Not the second season. Okay. Is there any storylines from Harlem season two that you're looking forward to? Um, what what did it leave off on? I know that's a tall one. Um, I forgot what the character's name is, okay. but it's not making Pause. good. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not. Oh. <laughs> you know, she's in the show. She's the gay one, right? You want to go with that instead or? Well, isn't the other one from Empire gay too? All of a sudden? Um, Quinn. Are you talking about Quinn? The light-skinned one? The light-skinned one, yeah. She's self-described as bisexual, so... Okay. So how am I going <sighs> to describe this girl? <laughs> I thought you were going to say, you know the gay one, but whatever. What do you call... The tall one? They're all tall. Nah, they're not Megan. Tall. She's like a tall Model S type. The girl... Oh, you mean Ty. The one that plays... Her name's Ty. That's the character's name. Okay. Yes. So, Ty was interviewing for some type of startup or something or she was trying to get her own thing off the ground. Um, I'm looking forward to hers. I like making goods, making goods uh, storyline with old boy. I don't know where he's from, but he's fine as hell. Tyler Lepley. I don't know where he's from too. But Yeah, he just started popping I mean, up on my For timeline. all we know, he's, he's not from Empire, I guess. No, he, ain't, he definitely he's from ain't from Empire. Mm-mm. But um, I'm looking forward to that. I'm not looking forward to how they keep treating old girl's character, the dark skin one with the big hair. I don't, I don't oh, like it. Yeah, it's a little. I don't like um, it. It's doing the most. I, I will say that after watching the first, because here's what Amazon's doing. I'm tired of these streaming services. I'm gonna say it right now. I don't know who's listening, but if y'all don't go back to releasing them all at one time, can we go back? I'm tired of the two a week. One a week, three every week for like a month, and then you skip a week, and then three more come out. I need it all at once. It's so interesting how they went back to that format. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, the way they've done her character in the new season so far, not feeling it. It doesn't seem as important as the rest of the girls. It seems mm-hmm. like it's filler. It's something to be to be silly. Mm-hmm. it's hard to take her seriously her character hopefully it gets better but in the first two episodes at least it's still doing that and for me it's like they try to put all of these things on that one person and she just ends up being like a caricature like oh yes. she's fucking the guy who's by and then she's promiscuous and then she's looking for this and then yeah. she's the one that doesn't have like a steady job and it's like all mm-hmm. of these things cannot be on one person they have to share it <laughs> Okay, that's like, a good point. That's a really good point. She has to do all. They're filtering out all of this on lot. her. It's too much. Why yeah, don't we it's... have um Boo Boo Kitty from Empire? Why don't we have her fuck a bye guy since she's by? Um, we could do that, right? Keep old girl with the big hair. Keep her being like a a creative slash entertainment industry person we can keep her doing that and then maybe we can have megan good um be a little bit more promiscuous and then someone else so that it's not all on what is this like yeah and she don't got nowhere to stay she the only one that don't got a home homeless like (laughs) oh my god it's just it's it's a lot and it's just it it 
really pales in comparison to the other storylines. It really makes it look like they didn't know what to do with her. It's like a throwaway kind of thing. They did know what to do with her. They wanted to throw everything on her. And it's not lost on me that the only darker skinned one, especially the only big one, Mm. y'all want us to throw all that on her. Okay? We see you. Damn, we watching. The streets is watching. The streets is watching. So far, it's just tad bit disappointed but i'm gonna keep watching hopefully it gets better there are supposed to be i think eight episodes which we, we're still doing eight episodes seasons like there's a lot of shit going on where it's like can we get like 20 you know what i would have loved to have like a hollywood producer and talk to them about why this is the new standard because from 20 to 8 is a big discrepancy like y'all yes. niggas ain't went from 20 to 15 20 mm-hmm. to 8 that's crazy and it takes and to get another season after that it's like a year year and a half sometimes two bitch i'm from so the era sweet. where they was pumping out two seasons a year let's go let's go <laughs> let's go 20 episodes a pop yeah you know it's... where if you was booked for a network show you couldn't book nothing else girl don't even think yeah. about doing no movies yeah you can't you can't hop off and hop on either if you hop off we're gonna have to write you out uh-huh. You moving you moving to another city or something. Y'all had a fight and y'all, you, you can't be in a friend's group. Something. Oh my god. So it's it's definitely different. Um, but that's TV now. That's the era we're living in. Hopefully we'll get back to that. But um mm. let's talk about a show that has a healthy 22, 23 episodes per season. Girlfriends. We're gonna start with the cold open. Actually, Etsy's going to start with the cold open. So give us that cold open. So Maya and the girls. Well, it's only Maya, Lynn, and Tony. Joan isn't here. So Maya is telling them about her book signing that's coming up, which didn't her book come out that long ago? She didn't have a signing for that shit? I think something happened with Tim, right? Like she had to re-sign something or Mm. it was something weird that happened. But anyway, we're going to go with it. We're going to go with it. Yeah, so we'll go with it. It's something to start off the episode with, so whatever. So she's having her book signing. She's asking the girls if they're going to go. Tony's like, oh, I don't know, girl. Put me down as a maybe. Now, where is it? Crenshaw Bookstore. Crenshaw? Girl, you better put me down as a maybe not. (laughs) And Amaya says Crenshaw. And even I clutched my pearls. Um, (laughs) I I was like... Do you know Crenshaw? Because we're in New York, so I don't know what... I'm aware. I'm vaguely aware of the different of the different neighborhoods. Um, Crenshaw is the hood. Maybe East New York, possibly a Brownsville. I don't know if it's that crazy, but possibly East New York kind of did it. I think I get that. I think I I, I know what you mean. <laughs> but I mean, it got good food, all right. I mean, you know, the blacks is always going to come up and whip through with the kitchen, but. Can I eat and stay alive? Like, why do I? Does it have to be one or the other? <laughs> Dang! So Crenshaw's like that, like yeah. that, like that. It's it's one well, of day. those. Well, Tony's being mad mean in this uh, in this scene right here. Why she? Listen, I know people like this girl, but this is what I be talking about. You know, because Maya's mad nervous about this shit. Tony's like, girl, I know what you mean. Living hand to mouth like you do tomorrow could be eviction day. Like, what? And then she don't want to go support her friend? Well, you know, one thing about Tony, she be doing a lot of talk, talk, talking, but she'll be there. She'll be there. She said, put me down as a maybe not when Maya said Crenshaw. But her ass was there. 
I feel like when Tony's life's going the worst, that's when she gets the meanest. Even though her life is going bad too, she'll like put other people down to show that, oh, my life isn't that bad. My life ain't, a, ain't as bad as Maya's. I think that's what that is. Because there has to be mm-hmm. a, a reason she does it, even though she's mm-hmm. going to show up anyway. She got to throw her shade. <laughs> yeah. It's jealousy and envy, you know, let my man Puff say. <laughs> <laughs> take that, take that, take that. <laughs> take that. Um, so next we are at the Crenshaw Bookstore, which, branding, is there a Crenshaw Bookstore? I don't know. I, I didn't mean, bother looking got... it up because I thought 20 years later, is it even still going to be yeah, open if it were? it wouldn't probably be open. But the fact that they even have a bookstore in Crenshaw, considering how you just described it, I'm like, well... I mean, they got libraries in East New York, so I wouldn't really. Yeah, but those are free books. Bookstores, you got to buy them. So they know they got to market True. there. But Tony walks in and, and sees, like, Maya got people sitting in the seats already. She got books stacked up. She's like, if I'd known Maya's book was going to get this much play, I wouldn't have used it to start my Duraflame. <laughs> this, she, she set this woman's book on fire. What a great friend. So Maya's uh, having a bit of a crisis in the African-American studies book section. And by the way, did you notice Golden looks skinny as fuck in this? Mm-hmm. Talk about clutching pearls. Mm. I was like, is she okay? She looking extra skinny. I was like, damn. And, was and saying, they were all, re- wrong? And all of them were already mad skinny. So to get skinnier than that. Because I don't remember like previous episodes her looking like that. Yeah. But even when the girls come around to comfort her and they're standing around her, she makes them look thick. Thick. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, there's something. Well, we know she's fine now, but I would have been like, yo, she okay? Mm. I don't know. But they surround her and she's feeling nervous. They're letting her know it's going to be okay. Oh my God, look at all those people. Look at all those people. What will I say? What about the question and answer session? I mean, what if I don't know the answers? Sweetie, you'll know the answers. You wrote the book. That doesn't mean I read it. <laughs> hmm. I, I kind of get that. Because sometimes okay. people be having some wild ass questions and you're like, wait, that's a, that's a confusing question. I don't know, actually. I get what she's saying. Sometimes when people have these opportunities to ask questions to these people... They be asking some dumbass shit and you just be like, huh? Because they want to be that guy that asked that question or that girl that asked that question. That's why they do that. Yeah. I've been to like, Q&As. There's you always want to be that person. Yeah. Like the person who didn't, couldn't ever go on the field trip in school because they didn't know how to act. It's just, can you stop? <laughs> like you've never been nowhere. And then they want to raise their hand every time. And they're like, yeah. can someone else answer a question? Can someone else ask a question? Because mm-hmm. there's, the, there's other people here. Um, but Lynn's like, you know, someone once said, don't let fear make you make you its bitch. Something like that. Me? That sounds very Maya-esque. Yeah, I think the line is, don't let fear make you its bitch. And Maya's like, well, that's impressive. Who wrote that? And she's like, you did. She's like, I don't even know what I wrote. And that's when Joan <laughs> makes it about her. And she's like, listen, Maya, what if I was afraid people wouldn't show up to, my, to the opening of my restaurant? She's like, oh, my God, what if no one shows up to the opening of my restaurant? I think this is different, though. Yeah, this is a bit different. That's food, number one, a social yeah. setting. Number two, this is some shit where people had already had to have been interested in the book or would have read the book to want to be here, Joan. Yeah, so 
people are more likely to show up to Maya's book signing than your restaurant. So I guess you do have a reason to worry. Because <laughs> they don't know her. She doesn't have a fan base. Joan does not have a fan base. <laughs> Joan doesn't. But some people, some people are foodies. They want to know what's good. You know, the, the, um, I think the, yes. I think what Joan has over Maya with her restaurant is that there is no real prior research that you need to come, right? Where you can just come and it's a new restaurant it's town, in town, it's trendy. If you like it, great. If not, just don't come back. That's what I think. It's kind of like you either want to do it or you don't. Whereas with Maya's book, it's like you would have to already be interested in the book, already have the book. Yeah, I guess you just show up to Joan's restaurant hungry and everybody gets hungry eventually. Exactly. Not everybody reads, you know. Not <laughs> so I guess, I guess, yeah, that's that's a good point. And then when Maya realizes that Joan's making it about her, she goes, oh, hell no. And Tony goes, no, Maya, it's oh, hell yes. See, she really doesn't know what she wrote. That was a good, that was a good joke. So they go to their seats and on the way there, Joan sees William. There's this long through line of Joan not wanting to interact with William since they broke up. So I guess the breakup was real. But you said you guys broke up with no hard feelings, right? You want to go back being friends, just be friends. You know what, you're right, Lynn. You're right. I just, I need to face him. Okay. Joan? Another time. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, the end of that. Next, we see Cousin Ronnie. Man, that's a refresh. It's always refreshing to see Cousin Ronnie. We ain't seen him in a minute. Gang, gang, Cousin Ronnie. I think Ronnie. the last time we saw him, he got a check for like $1,200 from Maya. Okay. Okay. Cute little rent money. <laughs> so he's introducing the book and mentions that Maya is an authoress. That word will come up a lot. Remember, guys, authoress. It's like actress seamstress waitress is that necessary what putting the a after author oh no it's not necessary it's just something cute she likes to do the only i don't think i ever heard that before this show it makes sense that someone would be called that an authoress would be a female author but i don't know it's something maya likes to say and apparently ronnie too mm so Ronnie introduces uh, the people that are going to be reading excerpts from the book. We start off first with Joan Clayton Esquire. And she goes up there, makes it about her again. She thanks Maya for inspiring her to open her restaurant through her writing. Then mm-hmm. she shows up there and promotes her restaurant. Yeah, she's trying to get that off right now. Period. Um, so then she starts reading it. It's her chapter is chapter 17 titled, Don't Be Hatin' What Your Mama Spent Nine Months Creatin'. Do you, do you have this excerpt? Do you remember it? Um, no, but I, I remember writing down that I do like that title. I like that. You like that? I don't it's like it. It's black exploitation. It's camp. It, it is very cheeky. it is very urban camp, very much yeah. so. Yeah. You know? And she's pretty much saying, don't hate yourself. You know what I'm saying? Your mama spent nine months creating you. Don't be out here hating yourself. She ain't ruining her vagina for nothing. Oh, Damn. All right. Well, thanks for the explanation. I get it now. I believe. <laughs> when you said that, can you imagine? Yeah, like your mom went through all this pain and suffering for and you, you to be out here. It. Yeah, like oh, looking damn. down and the shoulders is down. You better stand up. <laughs> so she reads. There's so much hatred in the world. 
Why should we waste time hating ourselves? Especially when there's so many hateful people worth hating. And I love the way she reads that. She reads it so, uh, it's funny because she's reading it like a serious fucking book. <laughs> not that mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. It's comedy. I don't know. Lynn is next. I don't know the name of her chapter, but um, she says, And that's why I always say, if your man acts like he's your daddy, tell him you already have a daddy. <laughs> if that doesn't work, you take a switch to his behind like a mommy. <laughs> and if he likes that, then you run as fast as a mother. <laughs> Uh, I mean, why, why he gotta run? Why you gotta run fast? Cause the boy like a little um, nah nah nah. Come on, why 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 you gotta run fast? What's that Rihanna song? Oh, that's one of the white ones. Yeah, the well, yeah, that's definitely white Ray. Yeah, Caucasian Ray. S and M. Yeah, why you gotta run? Cause the boy like a little S and M. Um, I was gonna say, yo, this episode is really giving six point nine out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this shit is just I can't. But yeah, I don't know what these all mean. But Tony reads next. We gotta flip to Tony. You may have wealth. You may even have love. But if you don't have your girlfriends to share it with, it ain't worth a lick. You're just a lonely bitch. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd read this book. I don't know if it's for me. It's for you though, no, right? It's not. You sound like this is how you talk. Mm-mm. That's how I be talking, but I don't need that in every page, every chapter. I'm good. Mm-mm. I just need little drops of it. <laughs> it's like everything it's is just snappy and attitude oh, What you, what you, what? Like, uh-uh. I can't. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. So then Maya gets up to say some words. She says she never would have thought a little girl from Compton who got pregnant at 16. Oh, Compton is another one. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I see the movies. I, okay. I've, seen, I've seen Poetic yeah. Justice. I've seen uh, Boys mm -hmm. in the Hood. That's like, that may be Brownsville. People are like, wait, those are the 80s and 90s. Like, there's no current <laughs> movies that take place in Compton, right? Well, I mean, we did see Insecure. Wasn't, um, there were some, some parts. I know this was a while too, but wasn't Bring It On the Clovers from Compton? They were, but we didn't see much of Compton in that movie. It, they were from there, yes. The movie didn't hang out there very, very often. It was mostly in the white neighborhood. Mm, okay. But Jabari's in the audience and he is like grown, got a deep behind voice. Maya tells him to stand up and he goes, mom. But eventually he gets up. He just gets up real quick, sits right back down. Her mom's there too. That's crazy. They only, they only brought her in this scene. Yeah. I guess it makes sense that she'd be there. I'm like, oh. But I bet it was a short day for her. Oh, yeah. This is real quick. But Maya points out to William and says, I know I, I wasn't always the best assistant, but you're always the very best boss. No offense, Joan. No, she looks over to Ronnie and says, I'm not going to forget you this time. You always kept me and my hair on track. No pun intended. <laughs> she didn't say that. I added that in. Get it? You don't get it. <sighs> it's fine. I do get it. <laughs> on track, the tracks in the hair. I yeah. get it. So then she thinks her girls... You three have been my rock over these past few years and the inspiration for my book. Because if y'all hadn't been manless, crazy, and acting out heifers, <laughs> there would have been nothing to write about. Damn, they all look mad embarrassed, too, when she says that. I mean, Maya, you was one of the manless heifers, too. <laughs> That's what I was... It's just so funny how, like, Maya always spewing these misogynists rhetoric but it's like girl you don't want to try to throw yourself onto your ex-husband who already 
the move down. We're going to get to that. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I noticed this friends group, I mean, I guess it's like a real friends group. Don't don't people kind of, like, throw zingers at each other, but at the end of the day, they're still girlfriends. Yeah, I guess. It's kind of like sisters, you know? Real sisters, yeah. biological sisters. Hmm. Uh-huh. So during the actual book signing, this what what's next is the actual book signing portion of the show or whatever this is. She signed an autograph at first for a lady named Veronica. It's funny because this girl walks up and says, um, "Hey, can you make it out to Veronica and write thank you for being my inspiration, my candle in the wind?" And Maya's like, "Girl, we got a long line. I don't got time for this." She's like, "But I'm buying ten books," and she's like, "Oh, all right, all right. Give it to me again, slow, like I'm special." Mm-hmm. I was like, like I'm special. Oh my God, early mm. 2000s. We can't say that anymore. We can't make those references. That wasn't a good reference? I mean, she ain't said retarded. I don't think that was a bad line. This time, well, say it slow like I'm special. I don't know. So, that's what would she have said? This time, just say it a little slower. Why do we got to throw yeah, in the she, special she, thing? She, she wanted to throw in that little joke. That's why. Why do we got a joke about special people? That's the thing. Yeah. Why I are you guess. making jokes? Why is that funny? Why people got to giggle about it? That's why that wouldn't be used today. Uh, but I'm just like, <laughs> the fact that everyone started giggling, it's like, oh, okay, cool. Early 2000s. I see what you're doing. Um, mm-hmm. Tony's in the back of the line signing books for people too because she, she crazy. Um, but... We they got her signing books for people. No, she's signing books for people on her own. They don't got her doing nothing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, she did say that, or Maya did say the girls were the inspiration for the book. So I guess Tony oh. took that a little far. Okay. Mm-hmm. We still we get this thing with Joan and William. Uh, Joan's trying to hide from him. Joan, we clearly need to talk. Let's get a bite after this. Um, yeah, William, I'm on a very important phone call. <laughs> this is big business here, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Hello? Really? Oh, God. Yes, I will take a hundred. Mm-hmm. Joan, I think that's you. So, that's the thing. She just doesn't want to talk to him. Anything else about this B-line, B-storyline? Nah, she's just saying with the shit, so we can move on. So, Darnell's ass comes up, and then he's like, you can sign my book. And then she looks up, and she's like, oh, Darnell, <laughs> what are you doing here? And he goes, well, I came to support and congratulate you. I'm proud of you. And then she signs it, love, Maya. <sighs> yeah so what do you think about this scene well first off we got to talk about how she goes how do who do i make this out to and he goes how about darnell so who should i make this one out to how about darnell <laughs> like he does that weird up down yeah it's a weird thing he does but <laughs> that's khalil kane welcome back welcome back to girlfriends <laughs> did you think he said it in a in a way that might have misconstrued some things Honestly, he definitely did. It's not what you say, but how you say it. When he was looking at her, it was looking at her like, what you trying to do? That's what the look was given. It wasn't looking like, oh, damn, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. It wasn't church hug. It was a hug hug. You know what I'm saying? That's what that look was given. There's a difference. I don't know. I th- I'm on the fence about it. <laughs> 
Because, like, everybody that day said, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. Like, it's 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 when the voice got real low and, and sultry and quiet storm. Darnell. Hey, Maya. What are you doing here? Wouldn't miss out on all this. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I hope you didn't have to wait in line too long. I know. It was worth the wait. Quiet storm. I don't know, man. I don't know about it. I don't now, know. I'm do I think that this is enough for her to be doing what she was doing later on in the episode? Absolutely motherfucking not. <laughs> well, what are you in love? You hear what you want to hear. But she she, she wasn't totally off. You know what I'm saying? There was something there. Well, after commercial break, she has to go talk to the girls. She tells the girls to mark their calendars. Why? Because she about to get remarried to Darnell because he wants her back and the girls is like really what happened what did he say and then Maya is like he said congratulations and I'm proud of you <laughs> and they look at each other like bitch are you dumb he said <laughs> and Tony's like girl he said that to me too and I didn't even write the book <laughs> so <laughs> I, yo, so... I was one of the girls because she brought breakfast that was the first thing I noticed. She's like, hey, guys, I brought some breakfast. Cream cheese mm, and bagels. She in a real good move. <laughs> and mm-hmm. they like, girl, why you smiling like that? I would have been like, when she told me something like he said, congratulations, bitch. I would have been like, girl, pass the damn cream cheese. I'm over it. I'm over why it. Why did they be at Joan's house so early? Breakfast time? Maybe they had like a, um, a breakfast to celebrate her book. Oh, okay. I could see that. Like a cute breakfast situation. Like, oh, like a little brunchy brunch. Kinda, you know. Yeah, we make our but own indoors. Rules. Sometimes I don't like going to brunches because you can't do what you want to do. Right. You got to come dressed a certain way, you know. Oh, I got if you make it at the crib and you got niggas who know what they're doing, yeah, and you can make your own mimosas. You can make yeah, your own pancakes. you can make your own mimosas. You can have your own playlist. You don't got to talk to a DJ and say, hey, can you play this song? Or, you know, when you get drunk and you want to lay on the floor, you can lay on the floor. You don't got nobody telling you to get the fuck up, you know? You do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like being at somebody's house or my own house. But yeah, she's telling the girls, he said he was proud of me and he said it was worth the wait. She's mad delusional about this, but they're all looking at her like, right, right, fine, right, okay. And she's like, and she mentions he walked in looking all Billy D and Lady Sings the Blues. You know that movie? I do know that movie. Um, he didn't walk in looking like that. Darnell is just an attractive <laughs> human being. So if he puts some type of effort towards his look, he's going to look good. I don't, I'm not exactly sure what she meant by that. Unless she meant how he said it. How he said it was definitely yes, giving Billy D. How he said it was Billy uh-huh. D. But I think in, in that movie, Billy D has a slick back hair. He definitely got a little perm perm. Yeah. Some perm 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 perm. Um, do you know who stars in that movie? The OG diva, Diana Ross, a fellow Aries. Oh, Shout out to Miss Ross. She knows yes. the stats. She oh, knows yes. the stats. Yeah, how that's a nice little um call to so uh, what's her name's mom? You know, call yes. call in, call forward, call back. Yes, um, the OG. But um, even Jones says like, "Yo, you you take it from somebody who always does too much, like." I think you're making more of this, making this out to be more than it is. And that's real talk. And Maya says, um, if he didn't want me, then why would he come all the way down and get his book signed? He could have done that at any time. And I'm thinking, did he go there to pick up Jabari? 
Like, it could have been a situation of, oh, I can't pick up Jabari, and while I'm here, may as well get my book signed. Right. True. They do share a child. They do. So. But Tony says he was trying to gauge his success so he can cut back on his alimony. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. That's, that's some shit a sneaky nigga would do. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta keep an eye out for that shit. And Jones says you gotta look at the person Darnell is. If he wants something, he's gonna ask for it. Besides the fact that he's been with Lena for almost two years now. And Maya says, well, I grew up with him, so I think I know better than y'all. And she struts out to go get her man, or plan to get her man. And Tony says, you go, girl. You, Darnell, and Junebug deserve to be a family. So we're at the J-spot. William walks in, which, does she really think she could avoid him if they are business partners? And, business and partners? Shit? Like, girl. <sighs> so she's like, crazy. I can't talk to you right now. I got a meeting with a wine vendor. And William's like, nope, no, you don't. I tricked you. That was my assistant who called pretending to be the wine vendor. Just because he wanted to talk to her. Okay. Fuck you, nigga. Like, okay. <laughs> that was actually a good idea. It was, but like, that should be getting me tight. Like, I thought I was going to sit here and find some good wines for my restaurant. Yeah. And it's just you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, yeah, and you can't leave. Like, it's like, where you finna go? You What you going to say now? Like, whatever. He's like, I know why you've been avoiding me. You've never been friends with an ex. That's a good point. But she denies it. She says, I was friends with one of my exes. I was friends with George Doty. And he's like, how did you meet him? She's like, summer camp. <laughs> oh. And it's like, when oh. you were like 10. Yeah. So he says, listen, Joan, the whole reason for the breakup is that we were meant to be friends. So it seems crazy that we can't be friends. So he suggests something to get over this friendship issue. They suggest that they play a break the ice game like how they did at the law firm. What's the game? Simon says. <sighs> they are so, see, they're even, they're still cheesy. They still have it in them. Yeah. yeah. Um, she doesn't want to play it first, but he, he becomes Simon. And he tells her, Simon says, set your nose and move your head like a chicken. <laughs> It looks so good. Like, it looks so funny. I don't know how she kept a straight face. <laughs> that had to be like take number 10, 15, some shit. Because she had her finger on her nose. And he tries to keep going with the game, but Joan's really not feeling it. Like, she gets real serious. And that's that. And he leaves all sad. The sad music plays and everything. So next, Maya's at Joan's house grilling on the patio. Because Why? Nobody else got a place. I don't know. With a patio? I don't know. And a grilling? Well, you know, Joan got the house. It's about the intimacy. <laughs> the the intimacy of a house? Yeah, the privacy. You gotta look at it as this. They treat Joan's house like that is their second place. They have keys to the shit. They can come in whenever the fuck they Hell, want. Use whatever amenities. Nice. Yes. It must be fucking nice. You can recon- try to reconcile with your ex-husband there. You can have uh-huh. photo shoots there. You can meet with family members to have, like, conversations and quarrels. And you could do everything there. You can bring people who think that they're going to see Eddie Murphy's house. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's a lot. Um... She's out on the patio grilling. And at first I was like, why is she wearing a coat? I didn't even notice the heels. I noticed the coat. And I thought, oh, it's for the popping, the, you know, the grease. Mm-hmm. But that ain't it. That ain't it. She got on heels too. And the doorbell rings. 
she puts the food away like in the grill she covers it up and she takes off her coat and i'm like golden golden she looking like these boots are made for walking. Oh my god, I had that in my notes and I took that out because I didn't know if anybody would get that reference. <laughs> nah, that's how she looked. She does look yeah. like Jessica Simpson uh-huh. in Dukes of Hazard, But she's also <laughs> mad skinny. It's even worse here. Like, Well, anytime I see how skinny they are and it really dawns on me with scenes like this where they have on like clothes that show their body. And it dawns on me how skinny they are. I just think about what Loni Love said when she said that she had tried out. Yeah. And they told her they didn't want no big girls on the show. Then white boys said they didn't want no big girls. They said, we already got four black girls. You want to make one of them big. I mean, you you kind of asking for a lot for 2000 You know what I'm saying? That's what the white boys told her. So yeah, yeah um, it, it's, 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 it's not lost on me, that connection. I get it. Like, I, I mean, for the early 2000s, I get it. I just feel like this is excessive. Oh, it is excessive. For sure. But that's that's what was in. Yeah. They kept her Regardless on the show. Regardless of race. Yeah. yeah. They probably told her, you know what? You're going to be in a scene later where we're going to put you in this outfit. So just, you know, make sure everything's tight. Make sure everything is right. And she was like, all right, bet. They'll do that. Oh, side note. Yeah. Speaking of, like, looks and behind the scenes and et cetera, et cetera. So I remember I was watching something with Raven Simone and she pretty much said that she had went to vacation and she came back dark and this was during that so Raven and them niggas told her she got too dark. <laughs> what do you do about that? Like the fuck do you do about that? They said, baby, don't don't go no more. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> Damn, and you know Raven ain't even dark like that. She light, so when she tan, they ain't gonna look. They don't look crazy. Dark. When she tan, she probably gonna be like a darker light or like at the darkest of brown. That's too dark for them. That's crazy, bitch. I'd be like, listen, what's the name of the show? That's so Raven. Who plays? Who plays Raven? Raven Simone. Oh, 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 what's my my first name? Raven. <laughs> so if if I don't if I can't go on vacation, I'm shutting this shit down. You how you gonna tell me the star of the show that I and can't go on vacation because I get dark? This is this is just me paraphrasing because you know how white people like to dance around race and skin color and stuff. So they told her, "Wow, you know we have to like." redo all the lighting and stuff oh, and like okay. that's how they say it you know that's how they tell you oh it's it's, it's it's not it's not that you can't be that dark it's just that we've already had the lighting set in a certain way to a certain skin tone and if you go a little darker we have to readjust everything and that takes more time in between takes and such mm-hmm. that's how they say it mm-hmm. given very much hr mm. <laughs> yeah so darnell's at the door and when she opens it and sees her, he looks at her like, dang, girl, you dress like that. She's like, oh, Darnell, what mm. are you doing here? He's like, I came over here to pick up Jabari. So they do they do child pickups at this place, too. Yeah. Oh, Darnell got got Jones house saved in the GPS for sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? So she's walking around the house with her Daisy Dukes on her tank top. Hands in her hair, swishing her hips. Darnell is not interested in this stuff. He's not. He's there to pick up his son. 
Okay. You can mm-hmm. see by his demeanor, the divorce was the divorce. Mm-hmm. She said, you ain't get my message? Jabari wants to stay for the cookout. <laughs> so you have to pick him up around seven. And she goes out to offer some food. Apparently it's 50 degrees. That's why she had the jacket on. Not to cover up her, her arms and legs from the popping of the grease. It's 50 degrees outside. Mm-hmm. So she has Darnell outside in the cold. He's like, where's Jabari? She's like, oh, he's uh, he's at the mall with Tony to buy a swimsuit. Why? It's February. Anyway, Darnell's like, if there's a cookout, where's everybody at? So he's mad suspicious, and he also wants to know what's up with the outfit. Apparently, what's the story behind the outfit? She trying to get him back. No, 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 no. That's what, that's what I, I, I put in my mind. What, what was the story behind the outfit? So those are the shorts that she was wearing the first time. Oh, when they first got together. He yes, asked her yes, out when they first at met. her cousin TC's mm-hmm. cookout. She's, create, she's recreating she the whole fucking thing to get mm-hmm. him back. It's giving very, very much a uh, single Life, white woman. A Lifetime movie? Mm-hmm. It's sad. That's all I got to say. And then they pan over to all the condiments and the sodas and the... She got chips. And all of this to recreate a moment when she was a kid and her and her husband were together. Like, what a waste of money. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, I know why you came down to the bookstore. You still have feelings for me. My And Darnell, it's okay. It's okay, because I still have feelings for you too. Maya? Mm. Um, Lena and I are engaged. What? <laughs> mm. Did you that think is... he was telling the truth or did you think he was pulling a Sean? So embarrassing. I mean, either way, he don't want you, so <laughs> it's... Mm, mm. That is true. Mm, either mm, way, mm. either answer is like... Mm. If the answer ain't, okay, let's go in a room take off your shorts right now. If it ain't that answer, mm-hmm. mm. then uh, he don't That is want very you. unfortunate. I have secondhand embarrassment. But she does this all the you time. Know? She just doesn't know that her husband, I don't say he don't want you, but he don't want you. And you can't see Not it. Not in you, that way. Not in that way. He wants to have a, a parentship. Is a parentship? Co-custody? Co-parent. Whatever situation that's amicable. He's already gotten another girl. Yesterday's price mm-hmm. is not today's price. Mm-hmm. <sighs> She's like, but but I don't understand. Why'd you come down to the bookstore? Um, duh. His baby mama got a fucking book signing. That's what fuck you went over there. A lot of people were there. Like, I don't think that it's anything to be like, oh, let me show up and you know, show some love, platonic yeah. love. Right. You're the mother of his, his, of his the child. The mother of his child and his ex-wife. Like, that's the least he could fucking do. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and then she's like, well, why didn't, why did you come by yourself? What, Lena can't read? <laughs> that was a good joke. He ain't want Lena parading her, um, her engagement ring at her event. Which, okay, that's a really good See, answer. That is, because most dudes wouldn't even thought of that shit. They they wouldn't yeah. even had that consideration. Yeah. They're not trying to be they a good dude. Look at them. Shit. And you out here talking about the girls told her though. Yeah. They did. You know, but she said, I know him. I've known him way longer than y'all have, so um, I wanna get my man, but he don't want you. So Oh, he's like, you know, I should have told you. I just didn't know how to tell you. 
How do you tell somebody that? You send them an invitation, right? <laughs> she should've, he should have just sent, her the, sent the invitation to the wedding. Like, or you could do it at one of the times where you're about to pick Jabari up and you could be like, hey, you know, I just wanted to tell you before anyone else did, we are getting engaged or we are engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you could have done it then. And then she would go, why are you telling me that now? Why are you here to pick up my son? Why are you, why are you telling me that? What else am I going to tell you? What, you trying to make me jealous or something? Uh, No. Why do I need I to know to that? I to give you a heads I up. I want you, Darnell. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how this conversation's going to go. Because most women will be like, why, why are you telling me that? I'm just here to, you're here to pick up Jabari, right? What? Well, I mean, even if it's some shit where, let's say, Maya was even in a relationship with someone, it matters because that person, I presume is now going to be around your child if they haven't already mm-hmm. permanently. So, yeah. yeah, you should know that he's getting married. You should know who he's getting married to, what her politics are. Hopefully she's not a pick-me like you. Um, Holy shit. Okay, throw the daggers, Etsy. And shit like that. So, yeah, for sure. Wow. So, yeah, he just came by the bookstore to be supportive. He said, we've been through a lot together. And I meant what I said. I'm proud of you. He's like, are you going to be okay with all this? And she's like, well, I guess I'll have to be. And he's like, all right, I'll come by later to get Jabari. And we don't need any more storylines like this. This is like the fifth storyline of Maya thinking Darnell wanted her back because of a misunderstanding. We don't need this anymore. Enough already. Y'all have squeezed it. Oh, they squeezed the teat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's nothing left. There's not a drop left. Um... (laughs) But we get our final, final scene. Tell me what happens in the final, final scene. Child, Tony doesn't love Shabari. She at the security section, behind the scenes, or whatever the fuck, the employee section, where they be looking at the cameras and shit. Mm-hmm. And she don't love the Shabari. What I find interesting in this scene is, obviously we know, well, she don't know Jabari's name. We know that. But she can describe in great detail what he was wearing, but he's about yay tall, he's black, he's wearing a blue sweater, silver trim, blue jeans ripped at the knee, uh, uh, Air Jordans last year. He has an earring in his left ear and braces on his teeth. And he loves video games and comic books. What's his name? Jimmy Crack Corn. <laughs> but don't know his name. <laughs> and she's like, let me double check that. So she calls Joan. And I'm sure Joan says, when she says, what's Maya's son's name? Joan says Jabari. She goes, mm-hmm. okay, cool, I'm tripping. She hangs up and says, Jungle Gym. And I'm like, why? I don't know why this went into my head or why I'm overanalyzing this. Maybe it's because we have a podcast about this show, but, you know, there's this disorder where you can't replicate sounds. It's called aphasia. Am I confusing it? Oh. It's where your kinda brain... Kind of like the sound version of dyslexia? Yes, kind of like that. Um, you get it from brain damage that you could have whenever i don't know what kind of brain damage she would have but you can't repeat things back the way you heard them so that's why i was like i know good and well you just heard jabari but you said jungle gym but at the beginning of the episode oh no last week's episode when maya's telling tony about how jabari bought his girlfriend a necklace she does say who's jabari so she does hear it it's just something i thought of (laughs) Mm. it's yeah it's possible I guess. But anyway, that's the end of our episode. And next is our oh hell yes moment. 
So, Etsy, what is your oh hell yes moment? My oh hell yes is Darnell coming to congratulate Maya and coming and supporting her. Oh, shit. Oh, you I didn't know, think of that one. The military style talking is gone, thankfully. Well, you say, you know, how about to Darnell? How yeah. About? I was like, what the? Fuck? I rewinded it. I'm like, let me make sure. How about? Darnell did say that, but yeah, that's he did. my old hell yes. I think he did. He did soften. We have seen him be a very loud and strict and militaristic husband. I think also the separation probably made him a lot more softer. He's like, I don't got to deal with Maya's bullshit anymore. So mm. I don't got to be. I can be relaxed and calm and sweet and charming so that's a good one i didn't even think of that one mine is when uh darnell told her the truth actually the girls told her the truth first but i think maya needed that that um from darnell that fall from grace so to speak to that fall from her own reality to realize that darnell don't want you so you can move on and never come back to the situation ever again so that's mm-hmm. my oh hell yes moment and that's our show Guys, head on over to uh, Twitter, at HellYesGirl. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to our podcast. Looks like Apple Podcasts is our number one place people listen. Mm-hmm. Spotify being a second. So, shout out to y'all. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Um, next week's episode is called CJ Spot Run. And there's a celebrity cameo in that episode. A big one. Do you know who it is? Mm. No. Okay. But they had a lot of big celebrity cameos during this time. It was kind of a lit time. Like it was. With these I don't know if we'll ever get back to this. Calls. We'll never get back to Yeah. Them. That's oh. gonna be fun. <laughs> but until then, my name is Nettie Smith. And I'm at Zero. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.